Hello, and welcome to Eyes and Vibes, the soccer podcast where we talk everything USMNT and sometimes more. I'm your host, Trevor Hickman, alongside my co-host and friend, Blake Woody. And Blake, tonight, we're co-piloting flight 1776 destined for Europe. Where in Europe? Well, that depends on where we think our passengers wish to land. And tonight, our special passengers are none other than MLS Americans looking to move to Europe this winter window. So to everyone listening, we'll be giving you guys a preview into the guys that may be pulling out a passport sooner rather than later. And Blake and I plan to cover five players each that we think are ready to make that jump this winter. But before we get into all that, nice to be back so soon after our last pod, huh? <laughs> Two months since the one before and then a week since the last one. Well, how do you like this schedule? Yes, sir, Trevor. I, I like it a lot, man. Good, good to talk to you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a little long before the last one. So I'm, I'm excited about this time. I'm I'm doing a little cold, though, Trevor. I, uh, I was making quesadilla earlier and it got a little smoky. I'm not going to lie. A little burnt. So <laughs> I had to open the door. So oh, I'm still no. recovering from that. Oh, so I'm, no. I'm excited to talk some MLS to Europe with you tonight. How, how are you doing? Doing good. Hopefully we can do a little bit better with our cooking in our uh, yeah. pod tonight. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I just recently tonight uh, submitted my coursework for my last class. And, um, you know, it, you get this weird feeling when you hit that submit button. It kind of feels irreversible in a way. And I couldn't help but compare that sort of drop in my heart when I clicked that submit button to the drop in the hearts of players when they send in that transfer request, you know, and and that's what we're talking about tonight is guys that have said, or you think we think will say, it's time for me to test Europe out. You know, I'm, I'm getting interest and it's let's, let's go over there. Let's do something. Let's see how it goes. So I think that's a perfect way to get right into it. And uh, I'd talk about each of our five and kind of what we see and where we see them going. Um, so I will, of course, give you the honors of the first player that you have on your list, uh, where you think he'll go, and just kind of a little preview on on, on the guy you chose. Yeah, well, I appreciate Trevor. Hey, congrats on uh, finishing up the coursework, by the way, man. Big congrats to you there. So appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. But um, and good good intro too there. Um, I like the transition because, uh, yeah, these are some big moves that these guys might be making. And uh, my first guy, Trevor, I'm taking a little bit of a softball here in terms of uh, who we think's going to move. And because this is a guy who has literally come out to Taylor Twelman in the media and has said, I want to move to Europe this window. And uh, <laughs> that is Mr. Brandon Vasquez. So, you know, we'll start with him if that's good with you. And yeah, uh, good one. Yeah, I um, I, I think now is the right time, you know. My guys, at least Trevor, I'm sure the same with yours. Some of them maybe a little bit back and forth, whether it's the right time or not to make a move like this. But I think for Vasquez, it unequivocally is, um, you know, he had his big breakout year, um, not this year, but last year mm -hmm. um, where he was just tearing up MLS and had a solid year this year. Cincinnati, of course, had a great year. I know he said sort of in his uh, his same sort of statement about wanting to go to Europe that he wanted to win MLS Cup. And then um, move over to Europe. And unfortunately for him, that did not work out. But, you know, 
Cincinnati still got some hardware, so I think he'll he'll be happy about that getting the supporters shield for them and hopefully you know he does feel comfortable now making that move over to europe like like he said and i i think it's time i I think vasquez himself trevor said that he wants to make this move to give himself a shot at the uh the 2026 world cup roster and trevor man when we were starting off this podcast i remember having the nine time yeah, uh, talking about all the strikers in our pool, and it's sort of crazy how uh, that has gone from sort of a position of need that we want some consistency at to sort of a position of strength for the USMNT yeah. with uh, Ricardo and Fuller and leading the line there, and just having really two young, promising guys who are contributing at big clubs. Um, it's really changed the whole landscape, and so I sort of agree with Vasquez's thinking that. I think he sort of needs to make a splash and maybe you try to go follow in those guys' footsteps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is the right time for him to make this move. In terms of where to go, um, I know he almost um, got that move to Gladbach. I would actually like him to maybe not do top five right off the bat. Ooh, um, interesting. Okay. I-, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I-, I sort of like looking at you know the success that Pepe's had, mm-hmm. um, that Santi has had. Maybe try the mm-hmm. Dutch League. Um, I know you mentioned last week a little bit about Ajax and their trouble. And um, I think you were talking about them with Geo, but I don't know, maybe a club like that. And I, I think I would sort of like that maybe as a first move um, for Vasquez, just get his feet wet in Europe. Um, so he's my first player and I will turn the floor back over to you to hear yours. Yeah, no, great player. Um, yeah, th- I think he, he's one that I, I would almost guarantee is going to move. So your uh, your preview is a great start um, at this point. But my my first guy. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to break my own rule immediately of saying it's going to be all Americans because <laughs> when I put out a tweet on you know Eyes and Vibes Pod Twitter page um, about who would you like to see, who would you like us to cover. One of the guys that came up a couple of times was uh, Coco Karaskia. And this is a Panam- uh, Panamanian player um, who plays for Houston and uh, is a pretty impressive player. And, you know, we typically only stick to <laughs> Americans, but I'm going to go a little broader with CONCACAF here and, and take this one on because Coco Karaskia is a player that, kind of really made his name last gold cup. Okay. He made his name before that, but he started to get recognition for it. Last gold cup when people went, wow, th- this guy's actually pretty good. And, you know, he, he was, and he's been really, really strong. Um, He's a player that, yeah, he's physical. He can pass the ball. He's got an engine. Um, He's a guy I really like. And I think could translate well in Europe. And when I look at him, um, I I could definitely see him making a move. There there are a couple of different routes he could take to get to Europe. um, But the leagues that I kind of see interest for him materializing in uh, are either La Liga. I think that he could do really well there. He kind of just fits that profile of player um, without being disrespectful. La Liga is kind of a, a... if you a viewer, it can be a boring league to watch at times. Things can kind of just happen there. It's not as uh, as helter skelter as some other leagues that you can get. 
Um, and Coco fits in perfectly well there in terms of his gameplay is solid, but maybe, you know, slightly boring at times in the consistency of it. And that's a good thing. So I think that for him, La Liga is a league he really should consider when he makes that jump. And I think he could play for, I would go as high as to say a mid-table La Liga team. I, I wouldn't see that being ridiculous. But there's another option here. And that is Leeds is apparently sniffing around him a little bit. He He's not been ruled out um, as a player that they could potentially sign at some point. And I got to say, even with you know the negativity around that club from you know an American perspective, I think it'd be a pretty good signing. Um, I think he does possess some real upside. And I think he'd work at a club like that that really appreciates a workman. Um, so I, if I had to make my pick for where I'd like him to go, um, I, I would I would shun La Liga and I would say Leeds. I actually, I think he'd do well there. Um, so, so that'd be my first guy. I, I think, you know, if I'm if I'm landing the plane, we're landing in England. So mm-hmm. that's it for my one. I like it, Trevor. I like it. You know, um, the Leeds fans. It would be completely unfair, but you know they would just groan when when they saw that signing go through. You know they would. It would well, be completely maybe, unfair. But... Maybe it's not an American, but it that's is, true. It is from MLS, a, the a US wear. league. You know yeah, exactly. It's like it, it, I it's a who and grow. a where. I think I think he turned he turned their opinions really quickly. Uh, but I like it. That's a, that's a good one. Hey, you know we're we're sort of uh, uh, doing the uh, and sometimes more in the intro we have there. So <laughs> there I like is. it. I like it, man. Well like done. It. Well done. Yes, sir. All right, Trevor. Well, um, I can go ahead and take my second one. Oh, if you're good with that. All right. Well, I'm going to stay in the striker pool. Mm. And this is a move I don't really know if it's going to happen. Definitely not as much confidence as Brandon Vasquez. But I think it's worth having the, the discussion. And that is the ever-polarizing Jesus Ferreira. Oh, yeah. And we'll see. We'll see. I remember the last window there was that, that rumor of him going to La Liga, I believe. And... That ended up sort of, I don't even know if that was a legit rumor. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was yeah, from that's what I thought. That's yep. what I thought. But I think Trevor um, sort of, and I think it's it's a good sort of follow-up here because I think the talking points are a little bit similar to Vasquez with just the striker pool. Um, You know, Jesus Freire, of course, had the Gold Cup, got a lot of starts there, Um, had some success. Um, Obviously, I know you saw him have a lot of success in Charlotte at the bank against Trinidad. So you see, <laughs> so still a player, still a young player with potential there. And I, we've talked about him a lot on this pod. Mm-hmm. And I think really it's sort of coming up on a turning point for Jesus. I know he's still really young, but it does seem to sort of start getting to the point, Trevor, if he wants to make this move or if he wants to stay in MLS and sort of make his career there. And, you know, I want to say, Trevor, I, I know both you and I um, really like when guys make this the moves over to Europe and think it's good for their careers and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with staying in MLS. Like, I don't um, I don't want to tell these guys what to do. You know, you get one life, you get one career. So I think they should, you know, do at the end of the day what they're comfortable with. And if Jesus Ferreira does stay in MLS and, you know, he goes out there and he 
you know, comes out at the start of the next season and is just absolutely on fire scoring a goal every day. Who knows? He could even be in the conversation uh, for Copa America spot and, you know, going on if he stays and dominates. Um, whether right or wrong, he'll probably be in the conversation. But yeah. that being said, <laughs> especially with, uh, with, with Mr. Triple G, but um, with that being said, I think if Jesus really wants to take a step forward and really cement a potential spot um, going forward, I think it might be worth looking into if he has the opportunity, especially if a guy like Brandon Vasquez also makes a move and if it you know starts having success and paying dividends. Because um, again, we've seen what the European success for with Pepe and Balogun. I mean, those guys are the top top of the roster right now in the striker pool. So I, I think it would be worth it for Jesus to look if that is something he's comfortable with. Um, so in terms of spots to go to, I think sort of similar. I don't think a move to the top five league probably would be his best bet right now. So maybe some like the Dutch league or the Belgian league. Um, again, I, I know those moves can be sort of risky. As some guys have done that and it just has sort of fizzled out, but you know, if it does, he might even have the option to come right back um, to MLS and sort of continue his thing there. So uh, he's my second one. I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, it is really interesting. You know, the Gold Cup spots, he's probably going to be in there for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future, no matter what. Just sort of the way the roster is constructed now and the European guys getting rest in the summer and everything. So, um, but if he really wants to push for another World Cup spot in 2026, I, I think it's something that he should uh, consider at least. So, so um, he's my he, second here's, guy. Here's what I'll say, because I, I have yeah. quite a few thoughts on this. Yep. Um, and the first one is you talk about how it is the player's right to make this decision, and mm-hmm. I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. So that I absolutely agree with. I think mm-hmm. everyone has a life to live. They can make that decision. I'm not going to fault someone for that decision. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. this is where I differ with you, Blake. Mm-hmm. You said if he comes out on fire in MLS next season, maybe he's in conversation for Copa. Mm-hmm. I adamantly disagree with that. Mm-hmm. He needs to move to a better league to put himself in that conversation. Everyone else's Brandon Vasquez is going to be in that. The only way that he's making Copa, if he's on fire in MLS, is not through merit. It is through familiarity. Mm-hmm. And then this is where I go, okay, it is the player's right to do what they want for their own career. I get that. But when I talk about them, I am never going to attack them or criticize them personally for that decision. Mm-hmm. However, I am always going to put them under the national team microscope. Do they fit the criteria? Do they make it? And I just can't see it if Jesus doesn't move to Europe because suddenly, you know, he's not getting called up right now to our other camps. So why would he now just get a call up if he continues to stay doing exactly what he was doing last season? You know, familiarity can be a, a bad thing at times. You know, sometimes you need to test yourself to get better. And I don't get that sense from Ferreira. So I guess that's what I would say is I think if he makes that move, suddenly he is back in contention for one of those 
backup roster spots that don't include Gold Cup. I think he's on Gold Cup regardless. I agree with that. But you're talking Copa? No, he has to move to Europe, in my opinion. If he doesn't, I don't I don't see it. I'll just be honest. I don't see it. Yeah. You'll no. see any scenario that Greg would bring him, any scenario at all, if he doesn't oh, move. Oh, of course I do. Okay, I mean, that's that's what I was Because it's just... Greg. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> any, any other coach that didn't just yeah. see him for exactly what he's been the last few years, which is the same player, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think he's called up. I, I don't. Like I think he'd have to move to Europe in that case to to prove his his spot mm-hmm. on uh, on such you know in such a, a competition such as Copa. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's fair, man. Yeah, but, that, that's what I'd say on yeah. on that. Um, you know, so I guess we disagree a little bit there. I I, well, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I, I guess um I apologize for any confusion, but I guess sort of my my space was considering Greg too. Ah, uh, okay. Because yeah. like you were saying, yeah, with other coaches, I don't know, but um, just with Greg's familiarity and sort of past things, I I could see it, mm-hmm. uh, just with how the current team set up and with Greg at the helm. So got it, cool. All right, well, moving on to my second one, um, I, I'm gonna go with another Houston guy actually, and that is uh, I could see there being some interest, and I wanted to bring him up because I'm not guaranteeing that he moves, but. He's a name that's sort of circling around a bit more in terms of he's now a known MLS player. And that's Griffin Dorsey, um, who is the, I believe it's right back for Houston. Um, so this is a guy that is basically Brendan Aronson, but as a defender. <laughs> he he runs around. He, he He's, you know, a, a good player, but he's definitely known for effort and energy. And there were some people that were talking about how he should get called up um, to the March roster because he's doing well and, and, you know, playing with a lot of spirit. And he said that he'd love to play for the national team at one point. So I'm bringing him up just to say, no, not happening. I don't get it. I don't understand it. We cannot just be going for hustle merchants. That just can't be our, our, our MO. It doesn't work like that. For our national team, maybe 10 or 20 years ago. Yes. Griffin Dorsey is a locked in player for, Hey, we're playing as the underdogs back to the wall. And we need a guy that's going to come out there with some fight, some energy and some fire. And that's going to be him. Now he's not technical enough. He's not in the league where he can get better. And he's not rounded enough to be able to say, Oh, okay, let's, not include another one of our fullbacks who's, you know, doing very well in Europe. I just can't see it. So I wanted to bring him up as the second one, but it's not really because I think he'll transfer. It's more to talk about him in the sense that I don't think he'll transfer. I think he will stay. Um, I think that he may have a little bit of European interest, but I just don't think he offers enough right now um, to be able to make a, a legitimate move to Europe. Um, just off of hustle. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair, man. That's fair. I completely get that. That's my second one. Rant over. Uh, nothing against Griffin Dorsey, by the way. He's a great MLS player. Yeah. I'm not going to fault him on that. If, if Charlotte was to land a guy like him, I'd be thrilled. Yeah. But again, we talk national team, and that just put that puts you on a different level. Unfortunately, besides being good in MLS, it's not the same thing. So mm-hmm. that's my second guy. Who's your third? Yes, sir. No, totally feel that, Trevor. 
Uh, my third guy is uh, John Tolkien, man. And okay. Yep, yep. I think uh, we saw he had some some clutch performances, man. A little bit of heroics towards the end of the year. Un- unfortunately, our, at our expense with our boys in Charlotte, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know. I hate to bring it up, but <laughs> he did. He did. And it was a good goal. 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 And the penalty too to even yeah. get them into that spot. Yeah. I remember. I remember being with you at the Charlotte Miami game, and just oh, that was man. crazy. Just keeping up with that. Like the ninety sixth uh, minute, you're like, no. are, you, are you kidding me? I yeah. know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Taking away the home game, but <laughs> anyways. But that being said, uh, you know, he had had a really good end of the year. Uh, young, promising players, sort of on the fringe of the national team right now, as well as some of the other guys. Um, we talked about earlier. Um, but I, I think this might be a good time for him to make this move too, Trevor. Um, I know he's in a similar age range, so this might sound a little contradictory, but it just feels sort of, especially with their careers and then with the national team and everything, I don't um, see this as much of a need to maybe get this move done this window Ooh, as the other interesting. two. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Explain. I mean, I just, I don't know. I think Tolkien still, I mean, I think now, don't get me wrong. I think now is probably the best time to do it. But I think Vasquez and Ferreira, like, especially Ferreira, like, you got to do it now if you're going to do it. Like, I think they've just been around and sort of in the conversation a little bit longer, particularly Ferreira. Maybe Mm -hmm. I shouldn't mention Vasquez in that. I guess maybe I'm sort of comparing him to Ferreira a little bit more here. Mm -hmm. Um just in terms of sort of Ferreira, how long he's sort of been involved with the team. I think he needs to make it now. I think Tolkien. Um, and then again, you know, I know Jedi has got that spot locked down, but behind him, it's a little bit more iffy. So again, I, I think now is the time to make the move, but it's not as imperative. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I think he should make it though. And I guess in terms of where he can go, um, you know, I'll, I'll go to my old trusted, um, my old trusted steed in the non-top five was the Dutch league. I, I know I'm I'm running the Dutch league here a lot, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're um, good, man. People don't give the Dutch league enough respect. And yeah, we've had good, we had some good success with our guys being there. You know, guys in Concacaf, sort of all over the pitch, and um, you know, I, I think something that a lot of our players have really done it. It's worked in a lot of instances, but you know, you don't have to make that move to a top club, especially right off the bat, you know, like you can work your way up. sort of get acclimated over there and do like a ladder, you know, keep on climbing your way up. So yeah, I don't know. I Those are my that. thoughts. You got any, any thoughts on Tolkien and uh, um, your, your third player as well? Yeah, man. I mean, Tolkien, I, I like him as as, uh, as a left back. I think he's solid. Um, I worry that he is playing too far into John Tol- Tolkien ball versus actually developing as a player. And that's why I think that he does need to move. Yeah, is because the way that they play in New York is not the way that every team is going to play. And yeah. it's setting him up for failure because he's not actually developing his game in a lot of areas that he should be as as a left back. Um, so I think he needs to make a move for that reason. Um, I was a little surprised you didn't say, um, for a place to go, you didn't say, uh, in the Red Bull system, um, a a Salzburg, but I, I, I actually wouldn't, 
myself though I, I don't think he works so well in that system um i think it's it's a lazy comparison to get him out there um with how he plays currently i think he needs to go to a more technical team and and, and learn more about the game um because you know he, if he wants to become more well-rounded and get to the point where he's in contention for that left back spot he's got to develop um because right now you know he he's kind of stagnating he's a very good mls player but He's not learning to get better because it's just not the way of the system. He's learning how to mold himself into a system that not a lot of teams are going to play. So that's what I'd say on him. Um, and I actually would say the exact same thing about my number three, which is KCAL. Um, you know, obviously I had to bring him up and mention him as, as he's sort of my guy at this point. <laughs> he is. He is your guy at this point. Yeah. For, for better or worse, I'm kind of locked into him until he, uh, until he eventually starts and, uh, succeeds of course in UCL, um, <laughs> someday, but regardless, um, you know, I worry that he is about to hit a wall in San Jose and he will never be able to surpass that wall if he doesn't move somewhere and learn the technical side of the game he is such uh, i mean he, you know i i i mean he he's he is literally just sprinting and strength right now that, that that's it that's all he is and it just doesn't work um he's not he wasn't scoring goals this season and he was largely nullified because everyone just knew, oh, he's fast and he's strong. So all we have to do is just wait for him to make a bad dribble, which he would do. And I just don't see him working out long-term with our national team if he doesn't make a move. So for him, you know, I heard that at one point, you know, a, a team like uh, Bologna was uh, circling around, um, and then, you know, maybe some like lower tier Syria club. And while I think that seems on paper like too much of a reach for this player, if you are transferring or, or buying Cade Cal, you are buying him for the expectation of upside. You are not buying him for what he is currently. Mm -hmm. And if you're buying him for the expectation of upside, you're probably only going to do that if you're a club that develops players and the ones that really develop typically aren't sitting in your you know at Serie B or C teams <laughs> so I think for him um yeah I'd love I'd love a, a lower tier Serie A move or um you know potentially moving to an open league so I, I mean a league that is less tactically defensive at times and can be a lot more open to give you space to create and run and dribble and for him i think bundesliga would be a good one for that so i could see him moving to a low level bundesliga side as well as just sort of a developmental prospect mm -hmm. but i think he does need to move or he is going to run into the issue of not scoring goals simply being a weightlifter that can sprint. Uh, I mean, and that's just, you're never going to get into the national team conversation consistently if that is all you offer. So that's my guy, Kate Cal. I wish him the best, but I do think, uh, I think he needs to have seat one a on, on flight 1776. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Trevor. And 
I, I was thinking that we were talking a little earlier. I was thinking of uh, potentially bringing up Cade too, and I sort of agree with all your points. Um, I, I really like Italy. That that's what I was going to bring up too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like you said, sort of working on his tech technical side of the game a little bit more. I think would really help him and. Um, I think maybe like a lower T lower tier Serie A side, if you could work that out, I think that'd be a really good move. Even if he wasn't getting playing time, we, we've sort of talked on here about that too, that sometimes I, I think most of the time I will say go where you can play, but there are some instances where just sort of moving and getting in that training facility and practicing with players like that and being in that system and in mm-hmm. that league can really help a player. And I think this might be one of those instances um, where it would work well for K just to sort of get that exposure um, and that coaching over there. So oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I had to plug Italy too. Cause just to remind everyone, I'm not in era um like spokesman <laughs> or anything with, with all this talk about players going over there. So that's it, man. Um, you bleed, you bleed orange. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. And maybe like Pepe and after he lost that bag, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. The exactly. Club, you know? So, <laughs> anyways, but, um, but yeah, no, no, good, great talking points on Cowell. Um, are, are we already at four? Um, we're on, by, we are we're on four. to four right now. All right. The seats are filling up on the plane. Seats are filling up. Better we're, go we're, quickly. I think first class is full. So we're, I think it is an economy plus now or something, you know? So. <laughs> That's about right. Um, all right. Well, um, I guess seat like 12A um, <laughs> zone zone four is now boarding. And uh, Aiden Morris is is getting the Ooh, call. Okay. Right. All right. Um, so another guy who has talked a bit about potentially wanting to go to Europe. So, um, you know, there's a track record that I think he's going to want to make this move. Um and I mean, what better time to make a move than going out the champ? That's that's what Vasquez said he wanted to do. Um, but Aiden Morris actually did it. And did, did you see that video of him sort of after the game? Yeah, just like yeah that, the rain? that was great. It was awesome to see the, really in the cool. moment of that. But it also kind of told you, I think he knows he's out. I agree. Completely agree. But, you know, um, uh, went to high school just outside of Columbus. So um you know that that'll that'll be a big change for him so so you know props to him um mm-hmm. for you know getting the mls cup and um if he does indeed do this then you know props to giving it a shot and sort of expanding his boundaries um and snubbing again, the Canadians. if he doesn't if yeah. he doesn't and say exactly exactly <laughs> if he doesn't you know again like we were saying no judgment personally at all but um you know professionally um and same to all these guys props to them if they make these moves, but yeah, man, I think Aiden, I think it'd be a good time for him to make it as well. I, I think all the guys I've look, I've talked about Trevor all around like 20 to 21. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is so, a good age to make that move. It is exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think Aiden Morris, it'd be a good time for him to do it. Um, where he would go. Um, I don't want to say it again, so I'm not going to. So how, how about we do a low tier, maybe like German Bundesliga? Um, what about the Portuguese league? Maybe if we want to continue in sort of outside the top <laughs> you're just, five. You're just saying anything except for the Dutch. I'm not. League. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I know. I've done too what much. What about Dutch the Ukrainian league? league you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um. Maybe maybe not now, but yeah. <laughs> um, maybe not now. But you know, maybe Portuguese league. Um, 
or yeah, maybe even a lower tier Bundesliga team or Italian, um, as you were saying. So, uh, Aiden Morris is my my economy plus passenger. What about you? Okay, all right. Well, I, I'm going to go with a, a guy that is uh, pretty high upside, and he is a lot younger than the ones we've been naming, mm. and that is uh, none other than Reed Baker Whiting. Now, a lot of people don't know who this guy is, but he is probably one of my top three favorite MLS players to watch because he is so technically good on the ball. Forget Kate Cal. This is the opposite of that. This is a guy that is crazy technical. He is very good. He is two-footed. And Seattle, they have a really, really good one cooking up in uh, – well, actually baking up in Reed Baker Whiting. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> – He's he's one that I'm really excited about, um, and he's had scouts looking at him recently from what I've heard. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers, uh, they had a scout out recently as well as um, another uh, Prem club, I believe. So he's one that I would love to see make a move. Um, is it too early? Maybe. Probably not, though. And if I had to pick where he'd go, I, I, would, say, um, I would say the Prem. I would say he probably won't start immediately, but you know what? roll the dice, get into a Prem club, and I think he'll stand out. I I really do. He has the skills, the talent, and the two-footedness to become a a really special left-back or left-wing-back prospect Um, or or right-back or right-wing-back because, again, he plays two-footed. He can do crossing from both sides equally well, which is just so rare. So he's my fourth guy, huge fan of him. Um, I, I would kick someone from the front back into economy plus just to give oh man Baker Whiting a nice spot. You're downgrading them, Trevor. You're downgrading them. You know it, man. You know it. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Well, all right. Well, I guess, guess if we're we're sticking in economy now or uh, but anyways, my, my last guy, I'll go quick here is, uh, is Jack McGlynn. I know who you like a lot. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, coming up in that Philly system. So, you know, they're great at developing players and, um, I, I think this is a good time for him as well. Um, so we'll, we'll see if that happens. He's a little bit younger, just turned 20, um, sort of in that same similar age range, but a little younger than a couple of the other guys. So, um, I think it'd be a good time and. You know, league-wise, um, well, let's go to the championship here. Um, Ooh, let's okay. go to the championship He's for Jack He's physical McGlynn. enough. That could work. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I mean, Jack McGlynn in the championship, it just it just sounds right. So we'll, we'll, let's go with that. All right. I like that. Although I would say I would say the Dutch league for him. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be the villain of the episode to say that. But, <laughs> but I would. I think he'd work well yeah. like an Ajax, for example. I think so. Yeah, it's it's a good developmental league. It really is. So yeah, and my final one. Um, now there are a couple that we obviously missed, uh, and I realize this in retrospect. I think Brian Gutierrez deserves a move. He's probably not going to talk about him. Noel Buck could make a move. Not mm-hmm. going to talk about him. Um, so obviously there are others here. Um, but my fifth and final one has to be Miles Robinson, and that's because. He's had this rumor going around that he might go to PSV. And I got to say, I know it's a fourth American, but they are sorely in need of center back prospects or bodies at this point. Because Romaglio, he can be a liability at times. And I think that having a guy that's fast and athletic, which, you know, it sucks to just say, you know, oh, 
That's how we describe all our players. Not technical, fast and athletic. That's just such an American thing to say. <laughs> but but PSV needs that right now. So I think that's a great move for him. Um, once again, the Dutch League. But you know what? I'm embracing it, baby. That's That's what it's all about. The Dutch League is... A stepping stone league, and more of our players should be there. Zach Booth is, Taylor Booth is, um, Pepe, you know, Dest, Tillman, all these guys are considering or in the league. We got a couple of guys, you know, Fyanord's young, um, young team, um, as well as some other guys in like young PSV. Um, so so there there are Americans pretty much everywhere, and we should just continue to embrace the, this league. So for me, yeah, I mean that that's kind of how I would leave things in terms of discussion around where should these guys go. Um, a lot of these guys, I just think, should open their minds up to maybe don't start in a Prem or a Bundesliga or an Italian league or a Spanish league or German league. Maybe look to one of these leagues like the Belgian or Dutch league to kind of boost yourself up to get to that next level. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it with Pepe and it's paying dividends, even with him not playing. I mean, unlike when he was at Augsburg, where I thought, oh, that's it. He's done here at PSV, even behind Luke de Jong. I have no worries for him because I know long term he's their guy. You know, they wouldn't pay the money they paid for him. And he's going to have a big impact and he's going to get Champions League pretty much every year. So it's all good stuff. And and I'd love to see, you know, Miles Robinson make that move to PSV. I think it's the right one for him. Um, Hopefully he stays healthy. You know, his ACL tear kind of took a little bit out of him. But um, I think that he's a guy that could be sorely needed in that team that actually hasn't lost but you can pick out liabilities or weaknesses in a team and one of the areas of weakness is that center back pairing so um i would absolutely look into that and uh, i'm sure ernie will embrace that with open arms so Mm -hmm. that'll about do it for our our five each though i think we got through them kind of talked through the leagues and all that and and i think the overlying theme here is one embrace the dutch league but two Yes, yes We probably have quite a few guys going to Europe this window. Yeah. Even yep. for a winter window, there you know, there's gonna be some interest and it should be should be fun to cover. And you know we'll be here doing it. <laughs> yes, sir, for sure we will. Perfect, perfect. Well, thanks for coming on, Blake. Trevor, thank you. And thanks to the listeners as always. I guess we got the doors closed on the plane now, so <laughs> I have to take off, but about ready for takeoff for yes, sure. Sir. For sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and uh As always, keep vibing.